welcome to chat with us. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Lauren. We're so excited to share conversations, stories, and an in-depth perspective of United Way's commitment to the Valley. We are excited to have Randy Burt, District Manager of Public Supermarkets. Randy is also United Way's immediate past board chair and previous campaign chair. Randy is with us today to share about his heart for United Way and how United Way has become an important part of the public's culture. Randy, thanks for joining us. It is a pleasure to be with you today. Randy, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, as, uh, as disinteresting as it might be, uh, <laughs> I'm a 41-year veteran with public supermarkets. I started with Publix back in 1980, our 50th year anniversary. And it's really the only job I've ever had. I went to work for Publix and fell in love with it. And after I finished college, I stayed uh, with a great company. I was already employed. And uh, it's it's been an incredible journey. And I've really, really enjoyed it. it I've learned so much about uh, business and life and work and uh, made some incredible uh, acquaintances and relationships over the years. And United Way has been a big part of that. Uh, I got two children, one son, Aubrey, who's uh, almost 30 years old. He's married with a daughter, and, a, I, have a, or, and I have a daughter uh, who is a doctor of physical therapy here in Columbus, and I'm married to my bride of now 31 years, uh, Lori, and uh, we live in the Valley area and have enjoyed it and called it home for since about 2004. Uh, on and off. I've, I've made one stint out of Columbus, but other than that, we we love the area that we live in. So it's been great. It's been great. It's a wonderful community. How it could is. you not love it? That's right. So Randy, you've been with Publix for a long time, and I'm sure you've seen a million changes happen within supermarkets. How has Publix changed over the years, and especially in this last year? Yeah. The last year can almost be uh, termed an anomaly for all business um, with the pandemic. Um, I will say that Publix, the, the interesting thing about Publix is the things that haven't changed. Uh, our core philosophies and values have been intact for 91 years. Our founder, George Jenkins, um, founded this company on the principles that we really live by today. And that's ownership and giving back and being involved in our communities and running a better supermarket than, than our competitors. Um, but, but what has changed, obviously, is uh, uh, environments, regulation, technology, of course, um, with the advent of omni-channel over the past uh, seven to ten years, uh, we see a lot more uh uh, organizations going to a delivery and a pickup model and the pandemic just exacerbated all that and made it more and more uh, available and prevalent in our business so we now have the philosophy that we want our customers to have a pleasurable shopping experience no matter how they choose to shop and we have many of our customers that that shop by way of their phone and their computer and and uh, many other uh, venues. So it's, it's changed with that aspect. Uh, and the pandemic just made that more and more uh, crazy, for lack of a better term, uh, with the uh, 
the availability of products and, and supply and manufacturing challenges and now workforce and staffing challenges, it has become more and more important for us to be creative and uh, try to attract talent every way we can. So uh, we have uh, changed everything from our personal appearance standards to, uh, you know, some of our policies that we long held for, for many years to try to adapt and to evolve into the, the, the industry that we know is going to continue to change. Uh, we, they haven't found a substitute for eating, thank God, uh, because we, uh, <laughs> We, we still know that we have a, a great demand out there right. until, they, until they do that. We're, uh, we're, we're pretty safe, but we're very good. Fortunate. Yeah, yeah. good job security. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, Randy, you mentioned, uh, Mr. Jenkins, Publix's founder. Um, everyone knows he had such a big servant heart. Can you tell us a little bit about what drew him to United Way? Yes. George Jenkins uh, started from pretty humble beginnings, uh, really not far from uh, the, Chatt- the Chattahoochee Valley. Uh, he, he was born and grew up in a little town called Harris City, Georgia. It's in Merriweather County. Uh, it's just south of Greenville. And uh, he came from very humble beginnings and a very, very uh, love-centered family. His parents were devout people and they were, they instilled great, uh, values into George Jenkins and probably he learned his uh, servants uh, perspective from his parents. Um, he was, uh, you know, worked very hard as a young boy uh, in his father's general store there in Harris city. Uh, he had several other jobs that he tried um, and he, tried his hand at, at a little bit of everything and wound up in the grocery business with Piggly Wiggly. He uh, ventured down to Florida, hoping to gain uh, perspective and uh, uh, advantage in the real estate industry back in the late twenties. And uh, he got down there and the story is that he had $9 or $8 in his sock and he lived in a flat house and needed a job just to get by to uh, pursue his dreams and so he found the Piggly Wiggly group down there in in Florida went to work in Ybor City near Tampa and uh, he went to work for Piggly Wiggly and he worked circles around everyone and they made him a store manager at a very young age and uh, Mr. George had some ideas that he wanted to improve his Piggly Wiggly store they moved him over to a store in St. Petersburg and he uh, he wanted to share his ideas so he the legend, as it's well told in public uh, circles, is he made his way to Atlanta. Uh, at that time, the leadership centrality of the, the Piggly Wiggly of the day. and He wanted to share his ideas, and they didn't have time to listen to him. So he made the decision to, to leave Piggly Wiggly at that time and started his own supermarket. And that's when the first Publix was born. And uh, he opened it in Winter Haven, Florida in 1930. And from day one, he worked very hard. You, you know, you, uh, you start a business in, the, in the, you know, on the heels of depression. Uh, it's, it's a very difficult thing. Uh, but he was very fortunate in his hard work ethic and his, his standard of 
trying to run a better supermarket than anyone else set him apart and uh, became very successful. He acquired some stores and some great people. And he'll tell you that his greatest uh, achievement is attracting great people. And, uh, but he learned early to give his company back to the associates uh, uh, that worked for him and also to give back to the community that he lived and worked in. And that's where his perspective of giving back really started. And he's probably best known uh, with regard to, to giving back in the United Way. Um, it was asked of him years ago uh, by a reporter. They said, by our estimation, Mr. George, you'd be worth millions and millions and millions of dollars if you haven't hadn't given so much of your, your fortune away. What do you really think you'd be worth if you hadn't given your fortune away? And without hesitation, George Jenkins said, probably nothing. And uh, that's kind of the perspective that we all take uh, at Publix as, as owners of this company, that we're very fortunate. We, uh, Publix is taking great care of, of all of us, and, and we work in such great communities that it's incumbent for us to give back um, and it and it feels good. It feels good. It's part of our our fabric. It's part of our culture, as you say, and it it is so so rewarding. Uh, Mr. George's founding uh, principle was to give back, and he started with the Boy Scouts really years ago, and that's how he got uh, introduced to United Way, and uh, he started the Public Supermarkets Foundation. Uh, years ago, and he put his daughter uh, at the helm, uh, Carol Jenkins Barnett, and she has been a great leader for us over the years uh, in leading what uh, has evolved into public supermarkets charities. And so we literally spend um, a lot of time, energy, and treasure uh, giving back to the communities that we serve, and United Way is the best way we can do that. Um, intrinsically as an as a organization because it's really our associates giving back. And we are so uh, remarkably blessed and uh, so uh, surprised at, at the hourly associates that give at the leadership level, really. And because of that, it, it just it, it, it becomes fun. We see the fruits of our labor. We see our the the, uh, the communities that we serve uh, becoming better, better and more, more healthy uh, in, re in a lot of regards. And a lot of that has to do with our United Ways locally. So that's, that's really what drew George Jenkins to uh, the United Way. I love that story about Mr. Jenkins. I love hearing it every time, Andy. <laughs> Thanks for sharing yeah. that with us. It would be so easy to, to, to know that story and yet not live it. Um, but you all do, not just you, Randy, but your associates. And like you said, all the way to people that bag your groceries or take them out for you. It's, it is part of the culture. And Publix is such a big part of the community. Because of that, people see you guys in the community every single day. I love it so much. I had the pleasure, as we're talking about just y'all's philanthropic heart, um, of sitting down with uh, two of the em 
of y'all's employees about a year ago uh, that were only 17 years old, um, and they were at the Phoenix City location, and they were getting $10 a paycheck, and I was just so blown away, and, you know, it was like, well, do your parents give to United Way? You know, that's just <laughs> kind of unheard of. They were twins, yeah. um, and they were just like, no, they don't give to United Way. You know, they just have always taught us to give back, and, you know, we've heard of all the stuff that United Way does, and we just think that they need this money. Um, and we're Aww. happy to give it. And it was just such a heartwarming thing to, you know, see our young um, teens even completely believing in that philanthropic culture and giving back. That's great. And it's count. there's countless stories like that all over our footprint, uh, not just here in my district, but uh, all over our company um, of, of kids that have learned to give back either from their parents or they've maybe been touched by the United Way in some way. They maybe even they were a part of Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts growing up, or, you know, maybe they came from a very difficult place. And we've got, got some great stories like that around uh, some associates that have become very successful with Publix. And uh, because of that, they've realized, hey, I came from a very difficult place. And if it can happen for me uh, with the help of United Way agencies, it uh, it can happen for anyone. And so, that's the story that needs to be told. And uh, we are very, very uh, aware and looking uh, for those stories to be told more and more because uh, when you connect those people's uh, experience and their heart with where they are today and what the United Way has done for them, it, it just, it's, it's a win, it's a win. And when we win in, in giving back, everybody really wins. So. We're, we're so thankful to be a part of it. Everyone wins. That's right. Uh, so Publix is one of our largest corporate contributors to United Way. And this is a, this is a huge accomplishment. Why do you think this is the case? Oh, uh, it, it's funny. Um, it, I, I've heard it said that, uh, you know, impossible circumstances to a Publix associate uh, or just a creative uh, uh, means for us to get the job done. Um, so it, it's funny because um, you see these larger organizations and their their campaign totals, and we're as competitive as anybody, not just in the grocery business, but even when we're giving back and we make That's that right. fun. But it, it's interesting because um, so many times uh, as I served on, on as campaign chair with the United Way of the Chattahoochee Valley, I would go around and, and talk to CEOs or uh, executives with these large firms. And, and they tell me, okay, this is what we're going to do. I said, you know, I, I do that in one store. <laughs> and so it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, I said, I, I do that in one store with about a hundred associates. So, <laughs> uh, it would, it challenged them. And, uh, uh, but we're, we're, we're only large because of the, the, the blessing that we have of working in the, the uh, Chattahoochee Valley. We had some great stores in my footprint uh, in the Columbus, Phoenix City area, and they, they're very highly successful. And because they are, they realize that, uh, you know, to whom much is given, much is expected. And because of that, they, they challenge themselves and they challenge uh, their associates to, to give even more. Um, you know, for us to be able to accomplish what we did uh, through the pandemic uh, and, and give as much as we did was 
it, it just it's mind blowing when when you really think about it. But I believe now Publix is the largest United Way contributor worldwide, and in, in seven states, uh, we only we only operate in seven states. So against some global companies, that's that's pretty remarkable. It's incredible. It really is. As you know, Randy, our local campaign is about to begin. Um, by the time this episode comes out, I think it will have begun. Um, we'll just had a, our kickoff. Um, we are still faced with some uncertainties. What is your message to the employees at Publix about giving to United Way this year? Yeah. Well, our, our message is really simple. We, we realize these are unprecedented times, times that we've, uh, we've never seen before. But it's important to realize that Publix, we've actually done better. We've done better. Every one of our associates has done better. If they've been with us for any length of time, they have been, uh, they've received more in earnings. Uh, They've received more value in their company by the growth of our, in our equity. Um, And they have, we've, promoted more people we've uh we've got a new store that's going to be announced in the area so uh, locally with with our team our store managers are having those one-on-one conversations with those associates that have been with us for any length of time and we ask them are you are you better off now than you've ever been um and the answer uh unequivocally will be yes they are and so I remind them that in, in this message is that not everyone can say that. Not everyone can say that, that there are still uh, a great many uncertainties in our community. There's still a lot of inequity in our community. There is still so many needs, although we make great strides and we can show uh, all those metrics moving forward in the United Way. Uh, locally with the Chattahoochee Valley, um, there's still so much work that can be done. And it can be done in a very, very uh, foundational way uh, through community schools and all the things that we're involved in that we can make a difference long term if we will get in front with the investment today. And we can honestly say that we are, while we still deal, deal with the symptoms of, of some of the opportunities that we have, we can actually deal with the, the actual disease, if you will. We can deal with um, some of the things that uh, cause uh, some of the issues that we face in our communities today that will uh, ultimately give us strength uh, as we move forward. And that's such a forward-looking uh, message for all of our associates to hear when they can see that they can impact children and, and young people today specifically with uh, our community schools and things that we're doing. But not only that, but we can still make the difference one person at a time uh, in, in the great need that is out there in our community, whether it be homelessness or hunger or, uh, or wages or um, you know, shelter. I mean, we still have a great need and until we can say we don't have any of that in our community, uh, we we have the obligation to do the right thing, and that's another one of our foundational uh, philosophies that, that George Jenkins taught us. So, 
we want to do the right thing. And I think with uh, the messaging that we're getting out to our associates through our one-on-ones with store managers and our in-store meetings, um, and also with uh, the great help that Chandra and, and Becky and so many others provide us to help get the messaging to our associates through speakers or opportunities to, to visit, however that might be, virtual or otherwise. Um, we're, we're very confident that uh, the public's associates will, will rise to the challenge. And I've seen our goals preliminarily. And uh, so far, it looks like we're going to have a, an increase. So it's, there's not many local supermarkets that can say they have Tocqueville members and people that give at the level we do. So we're very, very, very fortunate. I think we're really fortunate to have you all in our community, uh, Randy, as well as your your stores and your associates, the people you pull in. It's amazing. Well, it's a great partnership because there's never been a time that I haven't asked the United Way to help uh, in some way that uh, they haven't stepped up to the plate as well. And, uh, they've honored us, you know, in many, many occasions where we, we really, you know, we'd rather not, you know, take the fanfare, but uh, they, they've been very, very, uh, you know, they've accoladed us in areas that we, we really sometimes don't deserve. And so they, they, we appreciate the partnership and the, and the relationships. Uh, the United Way is, is, is our friend and uh, our friends. And, uh, you know, it's, I, my life would be a lot less complete without uh, my experience with the United Way locally. So. Well, thank you for taking the time to chat with us, Randy. Okay. I've enjoyed it. Y'all have a great day. Thanks, Randy. Join us for our next episode as we talk about Hispanic Heritage Month with Jodalee Slumberty. She's a student, a community advocate, and dedicated to making a difference right here in the Valley. You don't want to miss it. To catch a previous episode, or for more information about United Way, visit unitedwayofthecv.org. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you're here to chat with us.